Hey, what's happening, everybody? What's going on, Kevin? We are back and better than ever. How are you feeling today? Better, better than ever. Ever. That ever. is a strong ever. statement. Better than ever. We are back <laughs> and we're feeling moderately well. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Well, I'm going to start right there. Welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. <laughs> I couldn't even say it anymore. If you're new, we really well leader. <laughs> that's what you were saying. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. The easiest way to remember is to hit that subscribe button and get that delivered to whatever platform you're listening on every week. Also share it with a friend on Facebook and YouTube or Instagram and rate and review on Apple podcast. A few extra minutes will absolutely help this podcast get in the hands of so many more leaders just like like you and visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Kevin, today we are continuing our new series called Imposter Syndrome, and this is week two of that. And I'm sure you got all kinds of goodness for us. <laughs> all kinds of goodness. All hey, that's of- a that actually strongly correlates with what no we're way. getting in. Oh, look at How you. How about that? Look at How you. How about that? So, uh, quick recap of where we were last week. If you're listening to these week by week, I'll be brief on this. Last week, we introduced this idea of imposter syndrome, this sense of like, I'm a leader, but I feel like a fraud. I feel the tendency that I have to make myself like act like I've got it together and that within imposter syndrome will come the desire to act certain and how toxic that is to your leadership We went through all that stuff last week. And so what we're going through is the three aspects of leadership identity that combat imposter syndrome. Because the opposite of imposter syndrome is your identity of who you are as a leader and being secure in that. Not certain about all the things in the world, but being in being secure. I was gonna say being insecure, but then I talk fast, and so I was really afraid. Everybody, the opposite is being insecure in your identity as a leader. You understand where we're going. So the three aspects of leadership identity that are important to cultivate are character competency and calling. Today, we're going to start with character. I want you to know the most important of all of these is calling, and we'll get to that at the very end. But today, we're talking about character. So the simple definition of character is the quality of who you are. It is the makeup of all the different virtues that describe you and also the faults that describe you as well. And so what we acknowledge within there, while everyone has character, not all character is equal. And it It is not necessarily most important in terms of how we speak about this, okay? Because we would say if character is the makeup of who you are, everyone has character. Yeah. It's just that some people's character is bad. Right. (laughs) Like they, they have consistent character. They're a liar. Yeah. Yeah. People aren't houses. They some you don't people go in the houses and like this has no character. Well, that's not a person. It's a house. Absolutely. <laughs> Did I take something in your notes? <laughs> no, no, that's so good. No, it's good. I love it. So so we say it like this, like lying is bad, selfishness is bad. I know this sounds like a preschool class at this point in time. Easily angered is bad, stealing is bad, ruthlessness, not not aggressiveness, ruthlessness is Bad. And so what we acknowledge, while everyone, the makeup, the quality of who they are is different, not all character is equal. Now, I want to make a quick uh, distinction between two terms because they constantly get thrown out the same. There is a difference between character and integrity. Mm. And I don't think the definition is as important as 
as that you're following, you're becoming who you're meant to become. But I do want to make the distinction for right now. Integrity comes from the word integer, which means whole. If I can take you back to like way early math, the integers are the numbers that are whole. They're not fractions. They're not decimals. They're whole. And so when we speak on someone's integrity, what we're mostly speaking on is someone's consistency. And so we, one of the most common definitions of it is integrity is what you do when no one's watching. Are you the same when people are present as when you're by yourself? That's okay. Good. Would you, you wouldn't steal in public. Would you steal in private? Yeah. You wouldn't talk bad about someone in public. Would you do it just to someone around you? And so we understand that is your integrity. So while your integrity is your consistency, your character is your quality. I'm going to say that one more time. So hopefully those terms will make sense. Your integrity is your consistency. Your character is your quality. You can be consistently a jerk. <laughs> Now, I don't, I don't know anyone go like, they're a person of high integrity. They're always a jerk. Yeah. Insert other terminology yeah. that is not appropriate for this podcast. And so what we're <laughs> specifically talking about is developing your character. Yes, you need to be consistent as well. Yes, you must have integrity to be a person of high character. But it's developing that character, the quality of who you are, specifically in context of how character combats imposter syndrome, which is what I want to touch on now. You can have confidence in your leadership. You can be secure in your leadership or one of the ways in which you develop that confidence, that security, even if you're unclear, even if you're uncertain in your leadership is by becoming someone who has high character. And this is why high character people will be motivated by want to reproduce, want to be involved in things that are good. I know that sounds like oh so simple and oh so juvenile because it's like, well, well, duh, we know we reproduce, not what we want, but who we are. We do not pass on to our kids. Like our kids don't do what we tell them to do. Yeah. They imitate what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and so what we do becomes who they become over time. And so one of the ways in which you combat imposter syndrome is by becoming someone who has good character that the quality of who you are is good by its very nature because you can trust, you can have confidence that the things that you're involved in are good. That even when you feel unqualified as a leader, even when you feel like a fraud, that you don't know how to move forward and you're not sure what should happen next, you go, I know I'm here for good reason, because of good motivations, I have good intentions on the future, and what I want to create will be better for society as a whole. If you have mixed motivations, I don't really know why I'm here. Maybe I just want to be a leader. Yeah. Maybe I just want the spotlight. Maybe that's all I'm really after. You will always feel insecure. Because you don't know the outcome that you're pointing towards. And so if I could uh, if I could just make a quick note, V, and yeah. then we'll see where you want to go on yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. Next week, we're going to talk about competency. So we're going to talk about your ability as a leader, your skill set, all those other things, how you develop. I'm going to give you a trick, <laughs> honestly, in order to combat competency when you feel incompetent as a leader, which you should from time to time. I know no one would say that, but like you should from time to time be like, I don't feel confident. But one of the most important things to sit in, and we need to talk about it right now, is that if your competency exceeds your character, it means... You're better at creating the future than you are at being good. Let me set that in again, okay? If your competency, if your ability as a leader exceeds 
The quality of who you are, you could just set them on a scale right next to each other. You go, well, I'm actually better at leading than I am high character. I'm actually better at planning than I am at being honest. <laughs> so my competency has exceeded my character. What you will do is you will lose the confidence that what you're doing is good, and you'll begin to rest on your ability instead of the quality of who you are. Oh, that's good. And that is so important. You can never let your competency exceed your character, although both are part of building your identity as a leader to combat imposter syndrome. That's really a powerful note. As your character, um, as you as you get better at what you're doing, your character should be getting better as well. Absolutely, that's powerful. Absolutely. Uh, I want to ask this question before we move on, real quick. I think because it's so. I think you because you spent a good amount of time on it, and I, I think I know why. But I'd like to hear you actually say it. Okay. Why would why did you want to spend so much time on integrity and character as a thought? What what was the what were you thinking yeah. with delivering that? I think it's uh, important. I would, I would just say it like this. We use these terms interchangeably, yeah. and we're not really clearly sure what that is. And so just say it like this. Characters that make up who you are, the makeup of who you are should be good. To have high character means you're good. Right. And to say, because they just get thrown back and forth, what will happen is, is people will say, well, I'm high character because I'm always the same. Or they'll be like, well, I'm high character because I don't care what people think. Okay. And so people go, uh, I'm going to be the same. <laughs> I'm sorry. I sound a little like yeah. good old boy in this moment, <laughs> which I didn't mean to, uh, but I'm just going to continue with it. But yeah. like, listen, I, I'll just tell you to your face. Yeah. I'll just tell you to your face what I think. Yeah. And they go, yeah, but if you're not kind, yeah, like you, you have integrity, right? but you don't have character. Ooh, that's a powerful and to go, note. Yeah, and so to say, like, I think one of the distinctions is, and I know this sounds ridiculous that we would define it like this, but to say, you can have all the integrity in the world and still be low character. Yeah. And yeah. so it becomes, but you can't have high character and be low integrity. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a powerful note because there's no way for me to have, uh, I can have integrity, but my character is going to fail if I'm delivering things in a way that's not kind. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm the integrity. same all the time. Right. If you're a jerk, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Or even if you're right. Yes. Like yeah. about something. You could yeah. have integrity in that moment, but if you're not delivering in a way that is uh, it, it, that helps someone see it and you're just trying to make a point, the character's failing. So, so what you're saying that I think is so important right there is you're saying, I can be high integrity because I'm always speaking for what I believe is right. Yeah. But if I'm low character, I'm not going to be kind in the moment. I'm not going to be graceful. I'm not going to act in what's best for the moment. I'm just going to want to get my opinion across. And that's what... Uh, yeah, that's what society is struggling with. <laughs> then right that's now. what where we are right <laughs> yeah, now, and yeah. why we have this podcast. So keep going. <laughs> it's good. So what I want to get into right now is to say I want to talk about how do you cultivate your character. And my note here is your character is not created; it's cultivated. It's not like you put it together. Like you have character. Could I just say it like that? You have a character. It is. Maybe maybe good, maybe bad. My guess is it's a mix between good and bad. And so I, I just want to walk through, hey, how do you actually cultivate that character? It doesn't come out of nowhere. It grows over time. So I want to talk about four aspects. And I'll just be blunt, like the first three matter, but the fourth one is the only one that really matters to me. And so some of you may skip ahead, but I still want you to hear the first three. Uh, the first one is this, is you spend time with high character people. Uh, the famous phrase that we've heard for years is uh, bad character corrupts good company. 
Okay, when you're around high character people, you will naturally become someone who is higher character yourself. And so be deliberate about spending time with people who are not selfish, who are others focused, who are honest, who are reputable, who are kind. Like spend deliberate time with high character people. Second way that you cultivate your character is through self-discipline. I know this may sound absurd, okay? Uh, what I have written in my notes is that the good is usually the harder choice. And so the inability to delay gratification will lead to low character decisions. There's a reason why people choose what isn't good is because it's easy. Yeah. Rarely is the better choice the easier choice. And so self-discipline becomes a massive part of someone who is high character. And so could we talk about it for a second yeah. in a way that people don't want to at all? Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to say your – I would never say – please let me say this oh so clearly. <laughs> I would never say you are low character because you always hit the snooze button. Yeah. That is a stupid statement. Yeah. I am not saying that. Yeah. I am not saying that you're low character if you de keep delaying the thing that you know you're supposed to do. Yeah. I am saying that you are forfeiting the opportunity to develop the self-discipline that is associated with high character. Yeah. So like committing to something and following through on it strengthens, even if the thing doesn't matter. Right. Okay. Strengthens your inner self-control, your self-discipline, which is an aspect of high character people. And every time you procrastinate, every time you push it off, I'm not saying you lead to worse character, but I'm saying you forfeit the opportunity to develop a virtue that leads to high character. Yeah, man. That come across clear? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, third way to cultivate your character is be open to cracks in your character, okay? Be open, or maybe say it a little more clearly, to those parts of your character that aren't high character, those qualities of who you are, who are a little toxic, that are a little, you don't want everyone to know, be open to those being exposed. Acting like you don't have room to grow will destroy your growth. <laughs> Acting like you don't have room to grow will destroy your growth. And so it's just this funny thing. Everyone thinks they're a good person. In oh, the yeah. same way that everyone thinks they're generous and everyone thinks they're kind and everyone thinks they're right in general. Yep. But like everyone thinks they're a good person. And the question is like, in comparison to what? Yeah. Like, in comparison to who? So. Yeah. <laughs> That's a loaded question. There we go. Uh, fourth one here, and this is the one that really matters, and it ties together this other three of spending time with high character people, self-discipline, be open to cracks in your character. And we want to acknowledge here, we understand the uh, wide variety of the audience that we have and the feedback that we get, uh, that we have a lot of uh, pastors, a lot of leaders within their churches. We have a lot of business leaders. And within that uh, Venn diagram of people who listen, who we are also grateful for, we have a lot of people of faith, and we have a lot of people who don't have faith. Yeah. And so you may not agree with me, on this. That is perfectly fine. Uh, but I believe my responsibility is to speak from my own experience and what I have found in my own life. Yeah. And so to go, while those are accessible to everyone, I believe the most important aspect of developing your character is to have a relationship with Jesus. Now, I did not say be a person of faith, which is what people say. Be a person of faith. I believe what your faith is in matters. Yes. Because who you hang around with, who you're involved with, changes that. And so a relationship with Jesus 
is someone who is of the highest character. Following Jesus will require self-discipline, and following Jesus, when you look at who you are and compared to who he is, will also expose those parts of your character that you're not proud of and that you need to change. Let's so say, I'm a good person. In comparison to who? In comparison to what? And so I look at who I am in comparison to Jesus, and I go, oh, man, I got work to do, yeah, which absolutely. drives me to develop my character by focusing on him even more. If you're only looking at people around you who are liars, who are cheats, what whatever adjectives we want to throw yeah. in there, verbs we want to throw in there, like the reality is you go, you're always going to think you're high character. Yeah. And you're going to leave yourself no room to grow. So look at the one who is the model of the highest level of character as the one who you need to become like, and your character will grow in the process. Yeah, that's powerful. Um, I you let's 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 start there real quick. Okay, go. I wanna, most people that you're hanging around with aren't going to identify as thieves and liars. Accurate. So <laughs> you have to do a little bit more homework to figure that out on your own. Not that you stop uh, having a relationship, but being knowing about that is is important um, yes i think i think what we find out though is that people that say i'm not a liar they they they, they go with instead of knowing what they're for they give you the checklist of what they're not that's good to to, to uh, okay their behavior yeah i'm not a liar not a cheater go to church pay my taxes go to work oh can we put it in like the simplest like i'm a good husband yeah because i never cheated on my spouse yeah yeah, that's the standard, right? And I think <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we use the negative part to actually uh, try to allude to a positive character. Yeah, and I'm thinking, man, <laughs> if we if we're doing that, we're probably got bad character. Yes, like, and so talk about that. Talk about how we can help ourselves see past ourselves. Uh, how can we how can we see blind spots in our character? And I mean, you said some of that already. Spend yeah. time with people oh, me, that are good. Yeah. Uh, we've asked the question too: What's it look like to sit on the other side of the person that you're struggling with? Yeah. Because they probably see bad character in you, and you don't want to yep. know that. And but you don't ask them the questions that you need to know. To get, yep. Talk about. Talk. So I, I think the the v my greatest concern with this episode is that we would talk about to say, hey, one of the ways that you combat imposter syndrome is by developing high character. Yeah. Because when you develop high character, you have the confidence to lead forward because you know what you're reproducing is good. Yeah. My greatest concern is that people would hear that and they would go, I've got good character, so I don't need to worry about it. Because yeah. everyone thinks they have good character for the most part. And yeah. so if there's like, yeah, I've got good character, log off, walk away. Now I can be more confident as a leader. And I want to go, wait, yeah. <laughs> like, wait a second. Put the brakes on. You might not. Yeah. Like you might not have good character. Yeah. You might continuously look for satisfaction in the moment instead of over the long term. And if leaders can't lead towards the future in the long term, they have no business being in leadership to begin with because yeah. they don't have self-discipline. Yeah. If they don't have a greater perspective in terms of like the incredible thing, if we could just touch a little more on that relationship with Jesus part, like the incredible thing about that is that whenever someone else exposes a fault in my character, I naturally want to defend it. Yeah. Like I naturally want to go against it. Yes. And yet when you have a relationship with Jesus, what you understand, if I could use some like Bible terms, like you're not condemned. Yeah. There's grace for that moment yep. because God leads you towards a better future because he wants not just what is best for you, but what is best in you. And so this becomes such a powerful thing to go like, now I'm exposed and I go, I'm not stuck. Yeah. Like if someone goes, you're selfish. And if I don't have any pathway forward, I go, well, how do I be less selfish? Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. But all of a sudden with a relationship with God, I have a pathway forward in order to get out of that, in order to be others focused and humble because I'm not living for myself. And to be honest with you, it's the only pathway forward is the relationship <laughs> with Jesus. I mean, I can attest to that. I had, I had bad character, man. Before, before him, I had yeah. real bad character, made bad decisions. Here's, here's, here's. But, a, but let, yeah. let me stay on that for one yeah, second. Yeah, sure. You can see that now. Oh yeah. But did you assume then that you had bad character? No, because and that's <laughs> and that's and that's. Yep. Here's where we're going with that. Here's where we're going with that. I I hear kids, a lot of kids in high school, because my kids in high school. Okay. And he said it before, and a lot of kids here now. Adults think this. Okay. They don't say it. Okay. Which is you ready? I do what I want. <laughs> How about that? So, oh, it's you, so. Know, you know where I'm going with this. Yep. Adults aren't going to walk around in your neighborhood and say to the rest I of I do what I want. I do what I want. But their life reflects it. <laughs> yep. yep. And they say they have good character. And I can speak on this with all authority because I was those people. Yeah. I was that. So, That's what I did. So this is such a powerful nature of what character does is it creates guardrails on your decisions because character does not allow you to go outside of what is good. Yeah. See, the, if it powerful. just benefits you but it hurts others, character doesn't let you go there. And so to go, when you're, let's bring it back to leadership because yep. when you're leading, and if you go, I don't know if I can do this, I don't know if I'm qualified, I don't know if I can cut it, if you at least know that you are bound by what is good, yeah, it increases your confidence to go, I have to do this. Because I want to be a part of making the world. I am bound to what is healthy, helpful, loving to those around me. And now I can have more confidence when I step into this situation. Because even if I don't have all the competency, even if I don't know all the answers, I at least know that we're pursuing what is good and that's worth and it. And that is always worth it. Man, that's it. We're out of time, Kevin. Out Episode of time. Episode 102, uh, Imposter Syndrome Week 2. Talk about it. Isn't imposter it? Syndrome works on your uncertainty of your leadership to wreak havoc in your leadership. One of the ways you combat that is by knowing that you have good character because you'll reproduce what is good. So work on your character and you will begin to eradicate imposter syndrome in your life. But we've got two more aspects that we're going to hit the next two weeks. Oh man, so good. That's it for today. Thank you guys so much for joining us and uh, spending time with us. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it would mean the world to us if you did that now. Also post about it, rate and review. You will not believe how that helps get this podcast in more leaders' hands just like yourself. We'd love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We would love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has everyone. 21, 21, 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. <laughs>